0: You know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around, through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Thanks for days. We're back. We're here. We're ready to go. College football is coming. Saturday, week zero. Not Nothing crazy, but college football. We're here. How we feel? Nothing
1: crazy, but it's back. Got a big, big game on Saturday, Northwestern in Nebraska. They're playing it in Ireland, which is a little bit weird, but it's football. We're back. There's a couple other Big Ten teams, I think, that play. I think Illinois plays. It's not the best product of football you're going to see, but it's back. And then a week from that Saturday, we're going to have some great games. So I'm ecstatic. I think it's the best time of the year. I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah. I remember week zero last year where I was watching Hawaii just get p- pummeled. But week zero, just like 50 to zero to start the year off. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, let's start. We're going to go through all the conferences, see, see what we think is going to come out of each conference, all that shit. Uh, we'll start in the SEC, kind of the dominance. Actually, this is a fair question before we start. SEC or Big Ten, which is college only college football conference?
1: Um, in it's terms close. Of, it's close. I think SEC just has a little bit more – a few more heavy hitters. I think the Big Ten's depth might be a little bit better, like when you get from top to bottom. Um, but you, you can kind of argue it either way. Like they're both really – solid. I'd say the SEC is going to be better this year. When you look at the SEC West – there's not a bad team in that division at all. Like, top to bottom, you could probably argue talent-wise their roster is top 25 all the way through. Crazy. So, it's kind of hard to beat that. But the Big Ten East is going to be really good, and the Big Ten West is always a dogfight and getting a little bit better. But I'd say the SEC right now, yeah, you can't really argue. It's the best conference.
0: Yeah, so let's get into it. Obviously, SEC – You know, they got the heavy hitters, but I kind of want to start with a little coaching change. little Brian Kelly and LSU, I think this is kind of an interesting team. How do you think Brian Kelly does in year one?
1: I think Brian Kelly will be good anytime you're at a school like in LSU or, you know, one of those Southeastern Conference schools that has the facilities, has the fan base boosters. It's tough to be bad. Like you really got to suck to be bad. Um to a certain extent I mean that the standard at LSU is really high and meeting that is also challenging you know you got to do more than just having really good talent I think right now it's interesting they're coming off a disappointing year Brian Kelly coming in how does he like plug and play right away I don't really see them being extremely good I think they're like an eight and four team this year like and that'd be solid for them They have some quarterback issues or not issues. They're just in a battle right now. Jaden Daniels transferred from Arizona State. I think he's probably going to be the guy. They were in a three-man battle between Daniels Nussmeyer, who's uh, like a sophomore, redshirt freshman or a sophomore. And who was the other guy? Miles Brennan, I think. And he just got up and left. Miles Brennan left. So I think it's going to probably be Jaden Daniels. And he showed a lot of flashes of being really good at Arizona State. So if he can be consistently good, and you know maybe Nussmeier gets some some nods and some starts at some point in the season, I think he'll probably see both. I think they could be a solid team in the West. There's that division is just so good that coaching change and a lot of turnover is going to be difficult to you know be a contender.
0: Definitely, definitely. Uh, it, uh, other place in the in the SEC, obviously they have three of the top what five teams uh Bama Georgia and A&M who do you think who do you think comes out of the SEC let's get like just an SEC pick um yeah
1: I I, it's hard to say not Bama like Bama is so good this year like people have been saying that this might be Nick Saban's best Alabama team like that's how good they are uh, Bryce Young, obviously, and they're just extremely talented on both sides of the ball. They're going to be better defensively this year than they were last year. a uh, and is one of those teams that they have every single talent and every single position. And the only thing that's kind of a question right now is quarterback Calzada left. You don't really know who's going to start there, but, you know, they can kind of make up for it in a lot of other areas. They're going to be good. I just don't really see them beating – Alabama in the West. So I would take Alabama in the West, and it's gonna to be tough for any of those teams to beat Georgia. I think the East is a little bit weaker, but it's kind of almost like the Big Ten West if they had an absolute stud at the top, because Georgia is so much better than all of them, but Kentucky's gonna be good, Tennessee's gonna be good, uh Florida might be all right. Um, uh, I think a lot of people have seen Kentucky. Can- saying Kentucky might give Georgia a run for their money I just don't really see it they lost a lot of guys and Will Levis is good but he's not good enough to take down the dogs so I would have Alabama Georgia it's pretty chalk but I had Alabama going out of the SEC
0: yeah that's fair I mean I just want to say that I'm sick of a and I feel like they're ranked top 10 every year and then they're just bullshitting halfway through the year they've lost three times and then we kind of give up and maybe they come back by the end of the year but just like I, I don't want to hear about them right now honestly fuck a uh that's what I would say uh Kentucky's interesting I think they they had like the best offensive line in the in the in the country last year and I think they like all returning uh but like yeah, that's... they have
1: they have a really good offensive line they lost Juan Robinson who was their best receiver, receiver yeah. by far and Will Levis is maybe the most overrated quarterback in the country. I'm not saying he's bad, he's just one of those big white quarterbacks that can run the ball like he'll run through a face. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, like, he only throws like 180 yards a game or something like that. So it's weird. I don't think that's going to get him over the hump, but yeah. go ahead.
0: And Georgia is still Georgia. Um, I, I, you know, part of me wants to take some, some guy like, uh, like Kentucky or even like Arkansas or Ole Miss, but like Bama, Georgia. It's just what it's going to be, year in year out. Um, I'll just say Georgia, just so we get a little, little different, little different thing going. A little Bama, Georgia. Uh, maybe we can bet on that once they get to the championship game, if they get to the championship game. Uh, but yeah, I'll take I'll take Georgia. Okay, next conference, Big Ten. This is kind of your expertise, uh. Let's start – I want to start with Michigan because I don't know how you come back from getting rolled by Bama in the – you finally get to the Final Four after all this time, uh, beat Ohio State, get there, you get rolled by Bama. How do you come in next year not thinking, like, how do any of these regular season games matter for Michigan when they know that even if they do get there, they might get dogged by Bama? Like, how do you go about playing like that?
1: I mean, you won the Big Ten and you were right there. On the doorstep of playing for a national championship, so I mean, you got to still have a little bit of juice, right? I, I think this yeah. Michigan team is is a lot under more underrated than a lot of people are saying. I think they're just as good as they were last year. Um, they lost some guys like Hutchinson and, and some other guys on the offensive side of the ball, but they're gonna they're gonna replace and replenish. McNamara, I still think is going to be the quarterback. They're in a battle between him and JJ McCarthy. There's been a lot of talks about you know who they should go with. I think McNamara's proven. Michigan's a team offensively a lot like I wouldn't not a lot like but you know kind of similar to Georgia last year where their defense was so good that they could get stops offensively they don't really throw the ball too much like they do simple concepts they don't really ask a ton out of them McNamara seemed like he had that pretty down I thought he was good last year and then they plugged J.J. McCarthy in some spots that they need him I think Michigan and Blake Corum is who's one of the best running backs in the big 10. I think Michigan's going to be just as good, if not better than they were last year. Now I think it's going to be tough again for them to replicate that season, but they're going to be a contender in the East for sure. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: in a a national contender as well, not just a a conference tender and a national contender.
0: True shit. True shit. And yeah, obviously the East is really hard in the big 10 Ohio States. What are they second or third in the, in the country right now? Uh, it's just it's it's hard and then Michigan State how do you feel about Michigan State like last year they were 11 and 2 and they're over under win total seven and a half right now feels a little disrespectful uh obviously they lose Kenneth and maybe they weren't as good as they seemed what do you think about Michigan State
1: I think the thing with Michigan State is there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be expecting really high things like ceiling Being winning the big 10 and you know playing in a really good bowl or maybe even a playoff opportunity that's just when you look at two years ago and you see where they were at and how much they overachieved last year you got to be able to kind of take it back a little bit and be like okay reset like we're not going to consistently be a 12 and 0 10 and 2 team like that every single year especially in that division I see them going like eight and four this year. They have a gauntlet of schedule. You know, you got to play Ohio State. You got to play Michigan. They got to play Wisconsin, I think, this year. So to me, realistically, in Penn State, realistically for Michigan State, like eight and four, nine and three is not a bad year. I think that's kind of their ceiling, like a nine and three, maybe a ten and two. And I think their floor is probably six and six or seven and five. You just don't really know what you're going to get because they overachieved so much last year. Um, I think for them and their fan base, it's really just resetting those expectations. They're going to be good. I like Mel Tucker, but um, it's a gauntlet this year in the East and they got a good squad, but I don't know if they're you know going to be consistent where they can rattle off that year again.
0: Yeah, I it's, it's tough. It's tough having like one of those breakout years, and then come back the next year. Um, but a team like Penn State, who's not even ranked in the top 25, like in such a hard even side of a conference, like how – how perfect of a season do they have to have to really make something happen?
1: I don't think they got to be that. I mean, they got to be perfect to win it obviously, but I think they're underrated. I don't think they're ranked coming into this year. Not I like more, a lot more than I like Michigan state. Sean Clifford has been there forever. Like he is. The There's no way
0: that fuckers back.
1: He's back. Oh yeah. He's back. He, he dealt with some injuries. Like if you look at Penn state last year, they were four or five and all going into that Iowa game. Yeah. And they were playing really good football, and he got hurt and they lost it. Like, and then he was battling that kind of the whole year. I think he'll be back. And if he can stay healthy and just be at a level where he can, you know, keep them in football games and win football games, I think he's going to have to be a lot better and take a step up if they want to be uh, an actual contender. But I like Penn State a lot. You look at their roster, it's another really solid roster. They're going to be right in the mix this year. I like them to kind of take that jump over Michigan State in the East, um, just a little bit behind maybe Michigan-Ohio State. And I think they could maybe pick one of them off. I know they get Ohio State at home. Pretty sure they have to go to Michigan, but
0: yeah, yeah. they're a team
1: to watch out for for sure. do do have to go
0: to Michigan. Get Michigan State at home, Ohio State at home too. Uh, so overall in the East, what are we thinking? I think, like, obviously Ohio State and Michigan are kind of, like, separated a little bit. Uh, what do you think, though?
1: Ohio State, it's yeah. it's so hard to go, and it's chalk, but it's just so hard to go with not going with C.J. Stroud, Travion Henderson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Uh, they have – I can't think of those other two wide receivers. And they're, they're all gonna...
0: ridiculous. All
1: right, the last thing cut off, but the last thing I'll say about Ohio State is defensively, they just need to get to a level where they're like top 20. Yeah. I don't think they need to be top 10. They don't need to be top even 15. They just need to be top 20 defense. They need to be able to get enough stops to let that offense just go and put up a million on everybody. Yeah. I think if I had somebody to win the national championship, I think it's Alabama and Ohio State are the two best teams by far. I would I would take Ohio State right now just to mix it up a little bit.
0: I like that. Uh, I'm going to take Michigan just because I remember, I remember watching that game, Michigan-Ohio State last year. I bet Ohio State and their defense made me so mad. It was seven yards every time they wanted if they ran the ball. Uh, and obviously, they probably are figuring shit out. Like, what else are you going to focus on? That offense is fucking ridiculous. That bowl game with Utah last year, crazy. It's uh-huh. like one of the most fun games ever, and that offense is just back. Like, not a lot of the same receivers. But I just think their defense makes me mad, and I'm. it's kind of like a grudge pick. I'm going to pick Michigan.
1: I like it. I don't hate it. I think Michigan's gonna be a lot better than people are. Th- I mean they are ranked eighth, but I haven't seen a lot of people giving them a chance, so I, I don't hate that at all,
0: yeah, to the west, uh, you know, Wisconsin's the only team ranked that probably Iowa in there, uh Minnesota, maybe Nebraska, you like I know uh, what are we thinking?
1: uh, to me, I think Wisconsin this is kind of their year it seems like it kind of cycles every once in a while wisconsin will go 10 and 2 10 and 2 10 and, two, and then they'll be down they're a little bit down last year it sounds from what i'm hearing from camp is graham mertz and their passing game has been a little bit better and they have a receiver named skylar bell who's been showing some promise that they can get a guy like that just one guy on the outside they'll run those jet sweeps off of them and then he can get involved in the passing game if graham mertz is just a little bit better you know the offensive line will be good and Braylon Allen obviously coming back. I think he's a dark horse Heisman guy, and their defense is going to be solid as always. I think they're the they're the favorite coming out of the West. With that being said, there's a lot of other teams that are really good. Um, Iowa is going to be Iowa um, for them to take a step up and and be a little bit better. They're just going to have to move the ball better, and they're going to have to find some sort of a consistent passing game and rushing attack, and their old offensive line is going to have to be better. I think they'll be good. I don't think they're going to beat Wisconsin this year. Minnesota is another team. Muhammad Ibrahim coming back. He's the most underrated player maybe in the country. Like he might be the best back in the country when he's healthy. So if he can come back and be full strength from that Achilles, I know that's kind of a shaky thing to come back from. But if he can be, and Tanner Morgan's 100 years old, Ottman Bell's back, they got some solid guys. I think they can be in the mix. Nebraska's one of those teams. They got that Casey Thompson kid from – uh, Texas everybody every year says Nebraska can be back Nebraska's. I think this is the first year where they legitimately have a chance not only to be good but to be like an eight or nine win team if they can put it together like things they were the best three win team ever Yeah, year. and they just fell apart and part of it was coaching and I think part of it was Adrian Martinez I think I like I didn't think Adrian Martinez was a bad player they just both needed to move on from each other like the school and him Casey Thompson comes in. Um, I think he'll. I think he'll fit in well, and I think Nebraska will be solid this year. Um, Purdue's another team; they just throw the shit out of the ball. Jeff Brom, really good coach, still be in the mix. And then you kind of had Northwestern and Illinois at the bottom, but I do like Wisconsin to come out of this. Um, and I, I have another over under win total for them that I'll give out later that I like.
0: Love that. Uh, just looking at the schedule, like obviously Wisconsin's probably the favorite. And they got Ohio State week four. That's going to be a great game. Great game. And uh, Iowa has Michigan week four or five or something. Like, there could be some big, big ten, like, uh, cross east-west games that could be really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, But I'll say Wisconsin, too. I don't know. <laughs> Nebraska is interesting. I don't – like, there's just... – If
1: there's one di- division you can kind of go pick, exactly. whatever, I'd say it's this one. So, if you want to throw a wrench in – No
0: shot. I, I don't think Wisconsin's going to be that bad. But you know what? Fuck it. I'll I'll do. Give me some Minnesota. Give me some Ibrahim. Actually, no, I can't do that. I just can't. I, I'll do hey. Nebraska because Nebraska. They were playing good teams close to. It wasn't like they were like they had leads against Oklahoma and all those fucking teams, and they just found a way to lose them. So like, if you if they can just not be like terrible, it's almost like Timberwolves. Like if you just don't be fucking horrible, you probably win some of those games. Nebraska. Uh,
1: Nebraska will beat Oklahoma Week Four. Yeah, they will. It'll be at home, and they will beat Oklahoma the week
0: four. You really guarantee? I love it. I love it. That that might be some crazy money line too.
1: I don't not, know. I think it uh, might be. It
0: what might be, yeah. at the crib? I mean, I we'll I'll remember that. I'll bring that up week four. Sure. Uh so yeah, I'll say Nebraska. Fuck it. Um, now we're now we're getting into where it's like, oh shit! Now there's just now we're in the we're in the ACC. You know, Clemson's there. Obviously, they've gotten a little better. NC State's uh kind of coming up. Pitt was good last year. Wake was good last year. Uh, I know Wake's returning their quarterback and a bunch of offensive starters and shit.
1: He just got hurt. Hartman? Hartman got hurt. Damn. I don't know how long tough. he's out for, but I saw that he got hurt in, in spring or in fall.
0: That's tough. Uh, But, like, for, like the ACC is, like, I don't know, maybe kind of deep. Well, I mean, not deep, but like they have more than just uh Clemson there. Uh, so what do you think about the ACC? The, well, first of all, does Clemson come back? Like, obviously, they had that shitty year last year. Um, can they figure it out? Like, their defense was good last year, even when their offense was bad. Uh, they lose their DC, but like, how do they come back?
1: Yeah, I think to further your point, I think I agree with you. I think the ACC is a lot deeper this year. Last year, it was horrible, and I think it helps with Clemson being back. I like Clemson a lot this year. Um, Like you said, their defense was studs. Like, they have studs, and a lot of them are coming back. They're going to be extremely good on that side of the ball. For Clemson, it's just quarterback play, I think. just needs to be a little bit better. And DJ Ungalile. I don't <laughs> want to be disrespectful <laughs> and mess up his name. But I think he just – he had some off-season stuff where it's like he just needed to lose a little bit of weight. He needed to figure out his pocket presence. needed to be a little bit more mobile. It sounds like he did that to a T this off-season and has been looking pretty good in the spring and in the fall. And if he can be good – like we saw him his freshman year, true freshman year when Trevor Lawrence was out and he had to go play at Notre Dame and he shredded. Like he shredded. That's his – that's who he can be. And I feel like when you see a guy be good, he, he can – get back to that level of play. I think he needed a good offseason. He had it. Clemson I think is the is a team to come out of the ACC Atlantic. Um and there's some interesting teams in the Coastal, but I'll let you talk a little bit too.
0: Uh yeah, just the quarterback play. You know, DJ I, you know, I I hope him well. I really do. And like obviously I haven't seen anything. He was
1: bad last year.
0: He, he was, was bad. really bad. And and I have a name that's probably too disrespectful for DJ that I'm comparing him to, but I'm getting the same vibes where he got a lot of opportunity. It was kind of just shit. And it's Joe Milton. Oh. Just a cannon of an arm. But like, what the hell are we doing 75% of the time? You know, he has games, he has flashes where you see it. But then sometimes it's just like, what the hell, dude? Uh, no, and no. That's, it, right. No. I said it was a little too disrespectful. I did. But like kind of that same vibe where like dude has a cannon, but like, come on. Uh, and they they also have another backup who's like a five-star, four-and-a-half-star recruit. So like worst comes to the worst. They just try something else. Maybe they got some white guy who's Trevor Lawrence again. Uh, but it's fun. It is fun to see Clemson up there and I still have that. that same hype.
1: I hate Clemson.
0: More than like, fair.
1: I I hate. Clem- I hate Dabo. I, I I don't know why. It's probably because they were so good for so long. But I just I I think it's probably because I dislike Dabo. I'm so sick of Clemson. Like I would, in in a dream scenario, like I'd rather have Florida State back than True. Clemson, and I, or both of them good and compete. I mean,
0: yeah, I they're definitely one of those teams, and I think honestly, it's kind of just uh all of, like the best teams in the country like Bama fuck off like I don't want I, I like I just don't like you. Clemson Georgia's kind of getting there Ohio State a little bit it's just those best teams are kind of annoying but Clemson I see what you mean with Davo it's a little different but fuck all of them really uh yeah. so oh okay, yeah, you go
1: I, I was gonna say another interesting team in the Atlantic I think if there was there was a team to give Clemson a push, it would be North Carolina State. They got some good talent coming back. Their schedule is not very tough. Um, I know they have to go to Clemson, which is, you know, I think probably the deciding factor in that. Devin Leary is a really good quarterback. He's kind of a sleeper name. He might be a guy that gets kind of – he might be a guy that gets drafted. I think they're the second-best team in that division, but I agree 100%. I think Clemson comes out of there. I think they get back, and I think they're a playoff contender by the end of this.
0: Love it, and another another uh early like week five and NC State and Clemson play another big game week five, um, mm. and what about the other side? You know we got Miami, Pitt. I I guess UNC's taking just a dive off a cliff. Uh, so what? Do, and Duke Duke's win totals like two and a half. Sad <laughs> shit. But uh, what do we think about the coastal or Atlantic? I, I think
1: I think I mean, it's Miami. Coast. Um, I think. I like Miami. Tyler Van Dyke has been a guy that's got an insane amount of hype. Like, he's he's a Heisman guy. He played a little bit at the end of the year last year and showed flashes of being really good. Miami's going to be solid this year. Um, I think they probably have the best roster out of anybody in that conference or in that division, I should say. Uh, Pitt is one of those teams that people have been um, – I actually have their under on the win total that I'll give out later. I don't I don't like Pitt this year at all. I think you lose a guy like Kenny Pickett. You got some people returning. There is some turnover. Kedon Slovis is coming in from USC. From what it sounds like is he's not been very impressive at Pitt. I know they lost their offensive coordinator too, which hurts. So it's not like you're just plugging and playing right into Kenny Pickett's system. There's going to be some changes. Uh, I'm down on Pitt. And Pitt also has to play Tennessee and West Virginia um, early in the season. I think they might get them both. Game one,
0: two. At one, home, two. both of them yeah. but still.
1: That's when I saw their win total. I I like the under on them. I, I know they're a good team. They'll be solid. I think again this year they're always solid. They almost kind of remind me a little bit of Iowa, where their kind of floor is like seven and five, six and six, and their ceiling is ten and two, nine and three, like something like that. I think they could be good, but I, personally, I'm down on them this year, and I like Miami coming yeah. out of the.
0: Football. I will say the only ranked match they play is Miami last game of the season. So like if they can kind of just kind of clean up some of those teams that aren't as good, but I mean, obviously Tennessee and West Virginia, are a little different monster, but you know, like that, that could be one of those teams that they kind of sneak in and uh, like just, they're just like five and one after a while they the rank top 15 or whatever. And you're like, what the I'll hell? I'll give
1: you, I want to get, I want to give another bold prediction. This Ooh, is kind of a hot take. I love this, but Virginia, who I think is going to be solid this year. They could be seven and oh going into a game at home against Miami.
0: That would be fun. Do they have the same quarterback who just scores a thousand points a game? Ah uh, I sure. hope because that I dude was that. electric.
1: He was electric. Virginia's a good team. They're sneaky. They've been improving. A, a he is than...
0: Armstrong. He's back. Yeah,
1: Armstrong. He's back. He's that dude's unbelievable. Dude is and
0: ridiculous.
1: They can, they can they're good enough. They have a solid enough team where they can just outscore those seven teams until they play Miami. Literally. They don't play anybody. Richmond, Illinois, Old Dominion, Syracuse, Duke, Louisville, Georgia Tech.
0: It's just a brutal start.
1: Yeah, just terrible teams. And then, see, this is where, like, Virginia, when I'm looking at the schedule, they are legitimately a contender for sure in that division because they don't have any tough crossover games. Yeah. They play Miami and Pitt. Um, you play your other, and their crossover games are just not tough at all. So they're a team that you know. I honestly wouldn't hate taking you know a future on them to come out of the coastal.
0: Ooh, okay. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Uh, but as far as it goes, I mean, we're taking Clemson, right? I.
1: Yeah, I would take Clemson in Miami. Yeah. Another- Doc, I think if you want to get crazy, you could take Virginia. I don't hate that.
0: I like that. I like that. You
1: need Texan another team that's gonna be better too. That's a team to keep it. Like the coastals a little bit more solid this year. North Carolina is just weird because they just kind of got their throat stepped on last year. Like it seems like they just lost all momentum with that just absolute dude Yeah.
0: We get to we get to enter Sam a little uh okay, week seven Miami at the crib. That'll be yeah. fun. Uh and but like Clemson, Miami, you taking Clemson?
1: yeah i'm taking clemson
0: yeah that that feels right um let's go to the big 12 uh so we got a lot of coaching changes in this shit um oklahoma lincoln riley bye-bye venables comes in uh their win total is nine and a half they have the fourth ranked transfer class eighth ranked recruiting class like that's just kind of crazy uh how does oklahoma do with the new coach Maybe a little more defensive minded and head of the SEC in a couple years. What are we thinking about Oklahoma? I don't
1: know. I, I I've never been a big Vrenables guy. Because I said earlier, I don't I didn't like Clemson. I didn't like Dabo. I don't like the over-the-top rah-rah stuff. I think he'll be okay there. Um we've never seen him as a head coach. So that's gonna be interesting to see. Oklahoma has some talent again. Like you said, they hit the transfer portal hard. It looks they lost a lot of guys and they gained a lot of guys. I think they're gonna be a solid team against this year, but I don't think I don't think they're gonna win the Big Twelve. For me, that, that's not the team that I got coming out of here. Um, I like Kansas State a lot. I think they that's a team that Ooh. you know could be really good. They got Adrian Martinez coming in. Like no I, said, I like I said earlier, Adrian Martinez is a good player. I think they just needed a divorce. Like how the and- fuck
0: does he still have
1: eligibility
0: yeah i mean this covid year is getting ridiculous (laughs) yeah i mean this shit is out of hand
1: yeah they got deuce vaughn too who's one of the best running backs in the country i I like kansas as a sleeper i think oklahoma state's gonna be good again too kansas
0: state kansas state let's let's not talk kansas right oh yeah i'm not
1: talking kansas Kansas is gonna be at the bottom i think iowa state's another team that takes a step back um they just lost you know Brees hall which was pretty much their entire offense I I think losing Brock Purdy is probably a good thing for him. For them, they needed to move on. That was another situation. I was just dragging out too long. They'll get Hunter Deckards in there. I think they're like a seven and five team this year. I think Baylor's gonna be good, but I don't I don't see them winning the conference. The team I do see winning the conference is the Texas Longhorns. Yeah. I think they will be back. They just named that Quinn Ewers kid as their starting quarterback the other day. The only thing that concerns me about uh Texas is their offensive line. They've had so many injuries on their offensive line. They're going to be starting true freshmen, like guys just coming off the cam bus, like from the dorms. They're going to be starting for Texas. And that's a little bit concerning, but um, I can't think of. Bijan Robinson is their running Dog. back. He's a Heisman type player. Yeah. I really think they will be back. And I think the big 12 is just a little bit weird. There's a lot of really good teams, but I I think this is a year that Texas can be back. I don't see them being a playoff team, but I can see them being like 10 and two and playing Oklahoma twice or something like that. Like you play them once and then you play them again in the conference championship.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's interesting. I was going to add next question. I was going to add is Texas back. Uh, You got to love Bijan. Like, there were a couple of games last year where it was like, holy fuck, is this, like, LaDainian Thomason? (laughs) Uh, But it's still Sark. Uh, You know, we we like Sark on this podcast. Uh, I don't know about football coaching, but we like Sark. Uh, I don't know. I thought you were going to say Oklahoma State. Like, you didn't really say anything about them, and then you were like, Texas is bad. It was kind of crazy. Like, Oklahoma State's bringing back, like, 90% of the defense. And their offense is still kind of like, eh, but like their defense is there. Um, So I was going to say Oklahoma State, but.
1: I think Oklahoma State, Oklahoma will be good. I think Oklahoma State's just maybe going to take a little bit of a step. back. They were really, really good last year. No really, one really, really talks good. about
0: it. Even yeah. when they were good, like it was kind of just under the radar. No one really cares about Oklahoma State.
1: I mean, they were fringe making the college football playoff. Baylor as well was really good. I just think both of them are going to take a step back. And I think with the turnover at Oklahoma, this is kind of a year where it's a little bit more open in the Big 12. And Texas is a team that really needs it. And they might be knocking on the door. And I wouldn't hate seeing that burn orange, you know, come October, November on top.
0: True shit. Like if we get to that point and and you see the the Longhorns coming, it's gonna be fun. Like even if they lose, then it's horns down everywhere. Everybody's toxic. Yeah. It's it it is. It's great to have Texas in the hunt. It just it's is one of those
1: schools where the sport is a hundred percent better when they're good, whether you like them or not. It's hundred percent. Them being there makes things more interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll take Oklahoma State though. I like those guys. I I mean I don't know a ton about the Big Twelve. I'm gonna be honest, but like let me get Oklahoma State. Not um,
1: Kansas State, I think I said Kansas State. Oh,
0: yeah, I was going to say I like that. That's a little interesting one. I haven't heard a word about Kansas State all year. I feel like they always kind of got a running gun offense where they're just going to run for – I mean, like uh, like up and down, up and down, up and down with Kansas State. I guess that's kind of all Big 12, but
1: – Yeah, it depends. They're, I think if Adrian Martinez can be good and can kind of limit those turnovers, they got that backfield is going to be good with him and uh, Deuce Vaughn.
0: I love it. I love it. And I mean you picked two, you picked two non-ranked teams, which is kind of impressive. Uh we'll get to the Pac-12. Um, the Pac-12, I talked about this game earlier, that Ohio State Utah game to end the year. Like I I, I want to talk about that game forever because it was so good. Um, but Utah's ranked 7th they They're bringing everybody, they bring a fuck ton of people back uh like they almost had it last year they lost to BYU early in the year and they lost to Oregon State in the middle of the year that just cost them uh but other than that they were really solid like I'm pretty sure they beat Utah I mean uh Oregon uh so Utah is kind of the favorite what are we thinking about the Pac-12?
1: Pac-12 is interesting I think Utah right now is the clear cut favorite because you know exactly what you're going to get from them you know you have roster turnover whatever but there's no coaching changes none of that it's I think it's their year to lose. I think there's some other teams that can definitely give them a run for their money. I think USC is one. You know, when you just look at them from a talent standpoint, who's on that roster, it's hard to argue that they're they might be the most talented with Caleb Williams and and that whole coaching change, and they got a lot of those guys from from Oklahoma. I think they're going to be solid. Um, I think they can give Utah money a run for their money, but I, I like the Utes coming out and I believe they get, they get USC at home. I think when I was looking at it, yeah, they do. It's like an October, mid October game, they get USC at home. And I think that could be the deciding factor. Oregon's one of those teams. They're going to look completely different. I don't really know what to think of them. I think I just, they're one of those teams where I look at, and I just like, I, I have no idea where they can go. They could be really good. They could be really bad. You know, you got a coaching change. You just don't know with them. I wouldn't bet on them right now. So if I had to bet on somebody, I'd for sure be taking Utah. And I think USC can be right there too. So I'd have Utah, USC. I don't know. I don't think they're doing divisions anymore. No,
0: like, no, you know? they're not. It's when like I'm... uh it's like that, it's like the Big 12 kind of I think.
1: Yeah, it's weird. So I'm looking at it right now, unless I'm looking at something wrong, I would have USC and Utah playing each other in the championship game. And I would take Utah. If not, I had to take a team from the North or whatever. Uh, I would just take Oregon because that, yeah. that side is pretty,
0: is pretty sad. Yeah. Um, okay. We're back. Uh, You know, Zoom can fuck off making it 40 minutes <laughs> max. Like that's bullshit. In terms of editing, like that's terrible. Uh, but back to the football. I like USC a lot. I you know, something about something that like I don't know, I haven't seen it happen a ton, but where a quarterback, I mean, a coach just leaves a school and takes just an absurd amount of transfers with him to his new school. I feel like you gotta love that coach. I mean, he has to have guys who want to play for him. He wants to bring him wherever he's going. I love that. So I like USC a lot. Um, I had one other thing I was gonna say, but I can't remember now. Um, UCLA's there, uh,
1: Thompson Robinson on is like another guy that's been like, he's like 20 years. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's like the same age as Tate Martell. He went to high school with him. I think <laughs> it's ridiculous. Even the... Uh, but yeah, it, it, there's some, you know, I think, and Oh, I remember I was going to say Oregon week one, Georgia at Georgia.
1: Slaughter. Not
0: good. <laughs> Not good. Uh, so maybe like maybe they get shut down early just like get the fuck out of here um but that's that's the pac 12 and I- i'll take i'll take usc just so we're not doing the same but and, you know caleb williams could be something special i do i do want to i do feel like he got a little too much love like he played what seven games and was just like
1: he was I, pretty good
0: he was pretty good i didn't think he was like that crazy but i mean he's getting the love i mean who knows? Maybe he's maybe he's the next one. Um, shout out to Spencer Rattler, who's at South Carolina now. He is down terrible. Almost, he, I feel bad for him a little bit.
1: Hey, he might be all right there. He's right. in a no pressure situation. He doesn't have to deal with that shit. I like if he it. could stop throwing the ball to the other team, he'd be great, man. I mean, he's he's unbelievably talented. Other than he just loves throwing it to the other team.
0: Yeah, it's like Jameis in the pros. He's just like you just got to use your head, some man. Yeah. Um
1: kind of a scumbag guy too. Like he just is he? Yeah, rattler. Yeah. yeah. He's he had some not off the field, just like locker room issues. Just like an asshole. Yeah, he's a little bit entitled. It's
0: tough. Uh yeah, so that's that's all of them. Well, let's get to our final fours real quick. Like, I mean, I don't I mean mine's probably just gonna be chalk just I don't know enough. Uh, but I'll throw some I'll throw some sleepers in there. Uh you wanna start? I mean, I think we're both gonna have bama and clemson I, that's that's where i would start i think ohio state you don't say ohio state just because they have a harder road but i think i think bama I, and clemson are kind of like in there easily
1: i would say alabama and ohio state are my two that i'd, okay. I'd be surprised i've said i said earlier i think michigan's really good i think ohio state's just better and it's going to be tough to go into columbus this year and beat them i think ohio state and alabama are 1a 1b um that's where i would start with my two if you want like that
0: i will say ohio state has like just a really hard schedule they play uh someone really good week one um notre dame yeah notre dame so that, that that could be interesting uh who knows what's going on with notre dame though um actually that's one of my uh over under picks uh new coach and all that shit but then they still have Wisconsin, they are getting all these teams at home. Wisconsin at home, they go to Michigan State, and then they have Michigan at home. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's just I feel like that's a lot to kind of have them, like, as a lock to the final four. But I like it. You keep going. So, you got uh, Bama, Ohio State.
1: I'd take Clemson. Yep. And Utah.
0: Utah. I like that Utah call. I like that Utah call. I wanted to switch
1: it up, have something else, but I think it's a little bit realistic. I mean, they're all top seven eight teams when you look at utah's schedule they play at florida week one game one at florida that's a tester but if they can get through that there's not a lot of whole there's not a lot of other teams that are going to trip them up you get usc at home and then they get at oregon really late in the year yeah. those are kind of the three games i'm looking at where i'm like that's kind of tough but if they can get to those three i mean Utah's going to be solid and they've they've been close a lot of times you know maybe this is their year
0: yeah. I like I they lost to Oregon State last year. And if they don't lose that game, they're a one lost team going into like the last weekend against BYU like week two. Like that's one game that puts them right there in the playoffs. Uh but I'm not gonna take Utah. I'm gonna take USC. I'll stick with my guys. And then you know, this is kind of a Hail Mary, so I'll just go. Alabama, Clemson, USC, Wisconsin. Let's see Wisconsin just go crazy. Hey, I don't, I don't
1: hate that. I, I think hate
0: that. there Wisconsin were those teams where, good. like, three fourths away through the year, they're somewhere just like lurking in top seven. Maybe they've lost one already, and then they've rattled a couple off. I kind of like that. Um, so let's do some win totals now.
1: Hey, before we before we go into that, I have like a a value pit just to bounce off here. Wisconsin, Raylan Allen at plus. 6,600 to win the Heisman I think it's disrespectful to him I think he can be one of the best backs in the country this year I think 6,600 6,600 he's 6,600 6, 6, uh Bijan's 3,300 who's another guy like both of them too I think are value bets is it, is it is it just
0: is it just Bryce Young Caleb or I mean uh Bryce Young and uh what's his face
1: CJ Stroud. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Is that their the, favorites?
1: Yeah, the other pick too is I saw Muhammad Ibrahim at twelve thousand to one, but I don't, Ooh. I I don't think that Minnesota is going to be good enough to get in there. But I think you know that Texas and, and Wisconsin, they're long shots to get there. Um, but those are two guys that if they do get there, they're going to be a huge part of it. So
0: I love that. I love that. That that was those are those are sharp picks too. Those are well thought out. You know, like if they make a run, he's gonna be a main part. I like that. Yeah. Um. Win totals. I have like five of these, six of these, and I I'm I'm kind of excited about these. I haven't really done win totals a ton, but like I, I might just this might this is the year where I'm gonna get into them. <laughs> uh. So my first one, the Rainbow Warriors, over four and a half wins. Very disrespectful. They're very bad. But they also play 13 weeks. So I got my uh, Hawaii over four and a half. That's step one for me.
1: I don't hate that.
0: What are you thinking?
1: I got my first one is West Virginia over five and a half. They got JT Daniels coming in. Another guy, it seems like he's just been around forever. I think this is his third school now. Well, started at USC, then he's at Georgia, and now he's at West Virginia. Yeah, third school. I think they there's a lot of games that they can win. I think the Big Twelve, like we were saying earlier, is kind of open. There's some good teams, but there's not like any dominant teams. Like there's not a lot of teams on that schedule where I'm like, oh, that's for sure a loss. I think they can they can be a bowl eligible team this year. Um, and that that's the first one that kind of jumped out to me. I like the over on West Virginia, five and a
0: half. I like that. My next one is Notre Dame over eight and a half. If, you know, not Brian Kelly, but it feels like a lot of the same team, a really good recruiting class again, uh, they just kind of do what they do. And I think the, you, you were talking about you like defensive coordinator side. Uh, I just remember him having like their defense together last year. They just figured their shit out. Um, so I'm kind of excited about them. And I don't understand why it's only eight and a half. Like, it feels like you can kind of pencil in Notre Dame for 10 wins early. Um, I don't know if it's the coach or maybe they don't have the same talent, but I like Notre Dame over eight and a half.
1: Yeah, they have they have a really difficult schedule. schedule. I think that's why it's eight and a half. I mean, they got to. I mean, week one's a loss. Like yeah, it's tough. Going, to the, going to Ohio State. I know they they play like BYU. They play Clemson. They play USC. I they got some tough games in there. But you know I, that was another one that I looked at it and I saw it and I said, oh, it's only eight and a half. And then I kind of strayed away from it because I was like, that seems a little bit too low for them.
0: So, yeah, Clemson uh, USC. Going, they got some. Guns, I'm, they got some.
1: I'm going Arizona over three wins. I mean. Three wins. It was at two and a half. Now it's three. I think they're going to be a little <laughs> bit better this year. They got. It's, you bet
0: with the public.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I think they can get the three wins. They got a lot of transfers and stuff like that. They should be a little bit better. Three wins. Like, just give me four. You know, that that wouldn't be horrible, would it? That's not too much to ask for that team
0: uh yeah no i mean i don't they were i mean it was it was hard to watch last year i'm not gonna lie it um, so bad so bad <laughs> they had like open tryouts didn't they yeah. uh, like i don't know uh but i like it i mean three is just wild disrespect i mean we're we're a power five conference team we're not that bad it's tough but over three, I mean, I like it. Playing the numbers a little bit. They
1: got they got a transfer quarterback from Washington State who's supposed to be pretty good. They got Ooh. a pretty decent freshman recruiting class. Like, they were top 25 or something Ooh. like that. And they got a ton of other transfers. And I think, you know, they're going to be better. And three wins is so disrespectful that it's like, I'm just going to take it.
0: I'm going to add that to mine. I feel like it's just a little too disrespectful not to have it. Like, I... <laughs> like come on three and they got they like have top 25 recruiting class like come on yeah it might be bad but whatever uh my next one is a and m under eight and a half i said it earlier i'm just sick of these fuckers like they're always ranked high they always have the talent they're always doing this and that fuck them under eight and a half because they do have the gauntlet they're always gonna have a gauntlet
1: yeah that's gonna be an absolute war of the schedule anybody in that side of the division is just going to go through hell i'm going to go to Pitt. i think i said it earlier i'm taking Pitt under eight and a half wins one of the main reasons is that they play west virginia and tennessee week one and week two that's just that's a tough two games to start with i don't think they're going to win both of those games um i know they got to play miami and other than that there's there's not a whole lot of teams on that schedule that are very difficult but I, I think they I, got I, Virginia
0: though. You say you like Virginia. There's some of those big uh ACC teams that at, aren't terrible. At, Virginia,
1: at Miami. Um, I think this is a is a West or I'm sorry, pit team that is like eight and four.
0: Yeah.
1: They're they're eight, they seem to be eight and four, seven and five a lot. And I don't hate that eight point five. I'm gonna go under. It's that.
0: a lot. It feels like a lot. Eight and a half feels like a lot of games. Uh yeah. I have UCLA over eight and a half. Same kind of thing. They're not ranked right now, but like the Pac 12 is just so bad. Just win the games you're supposed to win and be good at the end of the year. And like eight and a half doesn't seem that hard. That might be a little bias pick. That's kind of the boys a little bit.
1: Eight and a half seems high. So high. Eight and a half, but I don't hate that. Another
0: year of Chip Kelly. Like Chip Kelly's really. You're 20. Right. We're cooking now. Right. I
1: I have two more. I'm going to go to Wisconsin. I have over eight and a half wins here. They're going to run through their first three games of the year. This is a team that I really just see at nine and three, 10 and two. I don't really see it being anything lower than that. I see nine and three, 10 and two. I I love this pick for Wisconsin to go over. I think, like I said, they seem to go in cycles. They're consistently good. Um, They were down last year. They have like, High praises coming out of camp. I like them to win the West. And I think if they're gonna win the West, they need to be nine and three. And nine wins would be over eight and a half. So I'm taking the over on the
0: back. I like that. I like it. You really doing some math too. I kinda was just bullshitting. <laughs> uh I have I have USF, South Florida. I was looking at the the yeah, no, this we're getting deep into the shit. I was looking at their uh 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 transfers. They have like 10. Three and four star transfers. They were like not terrible. They were pretty terrible last year, but they like they kind of put it together at the end. Over four and a half plus one ten. I mean, that's just a team that I can watch now.
1: Your boy Gary Bohannon, the the Baylor guy.
0: No chance. Started at
1: Baylor. Yeah, and then he got he lost his job. I think late in the year because he's shit. (laughs) (laughs) He, He in spring ball, he lost his job. And they told him that he wasn't going to play, so he bounced. And then he went to South South Florida (laughs) and won it right away. So, Gary. All right,
0: Gary. Gary, What was the the total on that? Four and a half.
1: All right, Gary can get you
0: five. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All
1: right, my last one is Kansas State over six and a half. I said it. I like Kansas State a lot this year. I think they can be a seven and five win – or, yeah, seven win team. They – you know they played Missouri they played South Dakota and they played Tulane to me if you take care of those three teams you just need 4 or well yeah what do you need 4 you need four more wins in the uh Big 12 and they can get that shit so yeah i like Kansas State i think like i said just Adrian Martinez just don't fucking turn the ball over Every other possession, and you're going to win a lot of games because you could have been pretty good at Nebraska if you didn't turn it over every single possession. I mean, they would move, hey, they would move that motherfucker, and he would somehow, like, oh. they'd be in every game, every single game, it'd be like 20 to 17. Nebraska's got the ball, vice versa. They might be up three, <laughs> they might be down three, and he'd somehow turn the ball over in the fourth quarter, and then it would end up like a 10 point game or something like that
0: it's uh it's honestly shocking he still has eligibility like that that one got me i thought well, last year he should have been gone like get this guy out of here the,
1: th- the thing with him is he's played every goddamn snap since <laughs> like a new freshman so
0: and his brother hmm. was at nebraska or some shit like no, five years
1: ago not his brother it was just coincidentally they were both martinez
0: uh, that's fucked up
1: yeah i mean Ish.
0: i don't like that uh my last one now we're really in the depths. This is this is this is a you know this is a D gen this is a D gen bet. I gotta be honest. This is the West Coast. It's ten p.m. Then you get to watch a game that you actually want to watch. Utah State over seven. This coach is fucking electric, bro. You have to see this Utah State coach. He's such a nerd, such a dweeb, but he's got the guys rolling. Last year I had they had like some crap. I don't know if he's back. Uh but like uh what was his name? Bryce, something Bryce? Some just Blake
1: Anderson is that ring about no,
0: no, it was I'm like nine percent sure it was Bryce. He was like some linebacker, just a dog.
1: That I mean it's Blake Anderson, unless he got the wrong
0: Fuck! Dog. now. I gotta look. Uh but Utah State, I mean, like seriously, you gotta see this coach. He's just he just looks he doesn't look like a football coach at all, but he's just got the boys rolling. <laughs> That's my last one. All right, um I don't that's, hate this at all. That's college football. I mean, that's college get, football.
1: Getting back into swing of things, will get a little bit better on
0: it as it goes on. It'll be so nice. Long. I'm I'm excited. Look we'll at the look we'll at the NFL joint going too, uh, but that that was a good first pod. I mean, a little sloppy here and there, but I feel like we did pretty good. Uh-huh. You're
1: gonna have a lot of editing, but other than that,
0: yeah, good amount of editing. Need. I I'm actually taking Arizona over three, and I I really like that Braylon Edwards plus six sixty. Just yeah, to take a couple picks.
1: I did too. I'm I I will be taking both of those. So
0: all right. Oh, I had a couple sleepers too. I didn't even see this in my notes. Uh not that it matters. Arkansas sleeper. That Good. same guy's back. You know, I saw I was looking at their, their schedule from last year though. That Georgia game looks so bad on the schedule. 37 to rip. 37-0. I'm pretty sure the quarterback got hurt, but like, fuck
1: he was hurt going into the game jefferson or whatever remember yeah, his, and then, like and he was just wobbling around like there's guys running at him from and everywhere. they
0: brought that like track sprinter in, and he would just run every time
1: yeah yeah I, georgia to me i don't know i think they're gonna be they're not they're not gonna be as good they're not it's, gonna be as dominant last year when you saw george on a schedule you're like lost by 20 yeah like at least this year they're not going to have that same defense. Are they going to be really good? Yeah, but they're not going to be as dominant. As I they
0: mean, were. they just lost like seven guys in the first two right. rounds of the NFL draft. And they're
1: all going to be playing on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> literally.
0: They uh, lost like
1: a fucking NFL defense. <laughs> like,
0: literally. It's crazy. crazy. Uh, Yeah, that's college football. I mean, I'm excited. Like, I'm so ready. Like, this is week zero and shit. We're kind of bullshitting. Next week is college football. And that feels like I'm so happy it came uh nfl's coming soon like i'm ready to get back into the pod i'm ready to get it going hell yeah we gonna run the moon (laughs) all right takes for days we're out
1: yeah Sell out in the stores, you tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels drop who's mostly go down to the blue The same old pimp.